0: Hey, my name's Alyssa. And my name's Melissa. Welcome back to the Deliverability Defined Podcast. Each week, we'll be diving deep into a topic and giving you practical advice to improve your email deliverability. In other words, we'll help you reach the inbox of your subscribers and stay out of their spam folders, leading to more success in your email marketing. Deliverability can be complex, but we're here to define it.
1: Melissa, how are you doing today? Did you just hear that? I thought it was a cat meowing. So did I. And it sounded like it was, maybe it was in my house.
0: Was it in yours? It sounded like it was in mine, but I don't have a cat. And I was like, is that Percy?
1: (laughs) I know I heard it and I thought it sounds like there's a cat at Melissa's house.
0: Weird. If there is, you got to go get it. I know. I I don't hear it now, but I did just hear something that sounded like a cat. How interesting. That is weird. I'll update everyone if I find a cat in my house. Oh my gosh. I hope you do. I can't have a cat. <laughs> I, I can't even think about that right now. Let's just hope it's not a cat. Okay, okay. <laughs> I hope it's not a cat.
1: It was probably, it might've been my cat and my mic might've been weird. I don't okay. know. Okay,
0: all right. But how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. We're. I feel rusty. I just feel like we haven't, it's fun. I love doing these Ask Our Experts episodes. But yeah, I just feel kind of like, out of sorts. It's weird when we're not in like a cadence of doing this weekly.
1: Yeah, same. I feel weird with my headphones on where I can hear my voice Mm and then I'm like, I don't sound right. I don't know. But it's going to be good. (laughs) We'll make it good. And you said it's nice in fall weather-ish in Seattle.
0: Yeah, it's so beautiful. I live for this kind of weather. This is like, I hate being hot and the summer has been brutal. So now it's like nice and sweatshirt weather in the morning and I love it.
1: That's amazing. I'm so jealous. Did you get a pumpkin spice latte today?
0: I'm going to get coffee after this. I'm going to go work at a coffee shop for a little while. So I'm going to go get one then. Oh my gosh.
1: I won't allow myself to have one until it feels like fall outside. So I'm like seeing everybody on Instagram, getting their pumpkin spice lattes and I'm, I'm holding out at least until I feel a little bit of chilliness in the air and then I'll get my first one.
0: I feel like I always have to justify my pumpkin spice latte obsession. And it's because growing up pumpkin was like a big thing in our house in the fall. Like my mom makes the most amazing pumpkin bread and pumpkin muffins. So it's not like I just jumped on a bandwagon and was like, Oh, I just, you know, pumpkin is like one of my favorite flavors. So I feel like I have to be like, Oh, you're fine. (laughs) I'm justified in wanting a pumpkin (laughs) spice latte. You know what?
1: I don't care about the cliches. (laughs) I am the most basic person there is, and I lean into it, and I
0: don't care. I lean into it. That's a good way
1: to say it. If you're upset about it, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm basic. Love pumpkin spice lattes. I would wear Uggs all the time if I could, honestly. Really? But I feel like I can't. Yeah, because they're so comfy. I just want to be comfy. I don't own a pair of Uggs. Well, see, you're better than I am.
0: I thought about (laughs) it so many times. I just, I don't do it. And I I should. They're so ugly,
1: but oh (laughs) gosh, they feel so good on my feet. I love it. I actually think they're kind of cute. Really? We can talk about fall
0: stuff. Okay, I know. All day.
1: Like, (laughs) it's a problem. It is a problem. We won't do that. I know you're not here for that. <laughs> I guess we'll get to the email stuff. But if you are,
0: let us know and we'll talk about that next time. <laughs> True. We just need a side podcast all about fall yeah, or something. Seasons, celebrity gossip. Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> but guess what? Today we'll talk about the promotions tab in Gmail instead. That sounds like fun. Oh yeah, that does sound like fun. I actually for a
1: second forgot what today's topic was. And now that you said it, I am really pumped because this is a good one. And I could talk about this for a long time, but we won't. And we have, you know, like last time, some other ConvertKit teammates who have given us their response that we're going to read for them. And that always is nice, too, to hear what other people have to say and not just Melissa and I.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is a really fun topic to talk about, I think, because it's it's like hard to understand from like a, like if you aren't diving into this topic with deliverability experts, I feel like it is actually kind of a mystery out there. If you haven't like done any research about it or know much about it, but I I think once you start learning, you're, it's like pretty straightforward and and easy to understand. that makes sense?
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think we kind of have to change people's minds on this one, which is fun. Also kind of I don't know, sometimes not fun for my personality type, which is very non-confrontational, seeing all sides of everything, not wanting to change people's minds usually, and just being like, oh, I get your point of view. Change their own, yeah. Yeah. This is one thing I have in life where I'm like, I will change your mind. I have a stance on this. Um, Yeah. So if you didn't hear us already, the topic of this month's Ask Our Experts series is help, my emails are landing in the promotions tab. So I guess I can get started with what I had to say, and then, Melissa, you can read your response, and we can talk through each of those um, if we have any comments afterwards. Sounds good. All righty. I'll start with mine and do my reading voice. Here we go. (laughs) For many senders, landing in the promotions tab at Gmail causes panic. Usually, the first thought is, how do I tweak things so that Gmail places my emails in the primary tab? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there isn't a surefire way to ensure your emails land in the primary tab. To be even more blunt, there is a good chance that your emails belong in the promotions tab, and trying to beat Gmail's algorithms at their own game isn't going to work. Instead of trying to avoid the promotions tab, embrace it. I know this is harder said than done when your open rates likely decrease when your emails land in the promotions tab. However, this is where open rates can be a vanity metric. While more subscribers might open your emails when they land in the primary tab, they're likely doing so in order to reach inbox zero. Your messages are wedged between their important messages from their boss or their doctor or a family member. They aren't often in the right headspace to take action and engage with your message when they're in productivity mode. However, if someone opens your email after it landed in their promotions tab, that is a very positive signal and a much stronger open than one that occurs in the primary tab. An open in the promotions tab means that your subscriber plucked your message out of the sea of promotions and wanted to engage with it. Since they were exploring their promotional emails, they're in the right headspace to engage with emails that are promotional in nature. If you still aren't convinced that the promotions tab can be a good thing, Here are a few steps that can help you land in the primary tab, but keep in mind that Gmail's algorithms are ever-changing and that obsessing over tab placement won't be a fruitful endeavor. Number one, ask subscribers to drag your messages from the promotions tab to the primary tab. Number two, encourage subscribers to reply to your messages. And number three, regularly clean your list of unengaged subscribers. Last but not least, remember that the Promotions tab is still the inbox, not the spam folder. The Promotions tab not only provides a great email experience for your subscribers, but it helps keep promotional senders with healthy deliverability strategies out of the spam folder. And that's it. So well written. Mic drop. Oh, thank you. It's not
0: the first time I've written I know. something about the Promotions tab, because this comes up a lot. It does. And actually, there's one thing I won't go too into it before I read my own, but there's one line in there that I thought was really good where you said, and I actually said the same thing in my response, which we'll get to, but I just remember that the promotions tab is not the spam folder. And I actually get a lot of messages from customers who say, help, my emails are going to spam, but they're lumping the promotions tab in with spam. Mm -hmm. And I think that differentiating the two is important because those are two different issues, if you will. And going to the promotions tab like you said isn't an issue like going to the spam folder so I see that a lot where people say they're going to spam and it's actually the promotions tab
1: yeah exactly Gmail's still saying you belong in the inbox they're just trying to organize it better for your subscribers right And one thing I wasn't able to you know fit into that response that I always like to think about too, And some people might see this as a negative, but I see it as a positive. So if your message goes to the promotions tab and someone has the Gmail app on their phone, I know I do. That's how I look at my email. Your uh, message won't ping their phone, which again, someone might be like, I think when you're a sender, you think your emails are so important and I'm sure they are, but also you have to remember that your subscribers have whole lives going on. They're getting tons of emails. So if they're in the middle of something and their phone vibrates, that takes them away from whatever they're doing. Maybe they're at their kid's soccer game or they're in an important meeting and they get a buzz. If your message isn't extremely urgent or important, a lot of times that just causes an annoyance for your subscriber and they're going to be way more likely to unsubscribe from your messages or mark them as spam in the worst case scenario. So I personally think that for people who are sending emails that aren't time-sensitive, they are more promotional in nature, which I know your um, response hasn't a definition of promotional, so I think that's going to be really helpful. But when your message is more promotional, I think it is nice that your email isn't going to ping people's phone and distract them from their day and potentially be an annoyance to them.
0: Right. Well, and, and also, like, maybe give them the opportunity to actually be actionable when they do open it at a time that makes sense for them. Because if they are at like mm-hmm. their kid's soccer game, for example, and they open the email, the likelihood of them taking action is probably a lot less than if they are not distracted and opening that email at home on their computer.
1: That's such a good point. If you're in the middle of something, you're not going to click to read that blog post or download that PDF or whatever. You're going to close your phone, forget about it, and probably never take action.
0: Right. Love it. Do you want to read yours? Sure. And last time I started reading all of these, I was smiling and like getting way too excited (laughs) and I was tripping over my words. So let's see if I can read this time without doing that. Okay. Here's my response. Okay. My title. Remember, the promotions tab is still the inbox, which I don't think I could say enough. The promotions tab is by far one of the trickier email aspects to explain. It feels like a black hole with no rhyme or reason for why emails can sometimes end up in that folder and other times not. However, it's pretty simple when we break things down. What is a promotion? According to the good old dictionary, it's the public, public, oh my gosh, I can never, ever, ever say this word. The public, public, I I can't say it.
1: I don't know if I can either, honestly. Publicization. Publicization.
0: Yeah. I see the word and I want to just say it. In each, never mind, I'm just gonna keep going. Okay. <laughs> the publicization of a product organization or venture so as to increase sales or public awareness. Now, this sounds a bit vague, but essentially, any email that is going to more than one or two people with a call for action could be considered promotional. You don't have to sell a product for your email to be deemed promotional in nature. The promotions tab was created to separate an email from, say, your grandmother and an email from Target. Gmail wants to help its customers organize their emails so that they may see one-to-one emails a bit more easily. A big reminder, and we've already said this multiple times, the Promotions tab is still a part of the inbox. Don't get discouraged if you're landing in the Promotions tab. I promise it's better than landing in the spam folder. Find ways to make your interactions with your audience feel more one-to-one. Doing this will not only help you look less promotional to Gmail, but your subscribers will likely enjoy the relationship-building email as well potentially helping you land in the primary tab instead. Remember, email isn't perfect. Love it. I think that's one misconception about the word promotional. I think people think they need like to be sending a coupon or right. like something that's super obviously promotional, but even like a charity who is asking for donations or someone sending a school newsletter. Yeah. Like those are all technically promotional because they are going to a larger audience. And it's not like I'm sending you a personalized email, Alyssa. That's like, Hey, I'm having, you know, a birthday party for family. Come over on Sunday. Like it's not one-to-one. So I think people oftentimes confuse what promotional really means.
1: Yeah. I think that's such a good point. A lot of people think, well, my email is not promotional when it's like, well, that's kind of why you're sending email. Like you have a reason that you're sending email probably to make money in some way or to, you know, improve your brand or get more downloads. So like it is promotional (laughs) based on your goals.
0: It's not necessarily spammy. Like I think we think promotional kind of rides alongside spammy ish content, like it's in your face. And that's not what that means.
1: Not at all. You know, some promotional content can look really spammy when it's has a ton of urgency and it's like in all caps, like limited time offer free buy now. Right. But there's a huge range when it comes to what promotional means. And hopefully we have helped, you know, throughout the two seasons of this podcast, explain how to send promotional emails that aren't spammy and that your subscribers will actually love to receive. And they're going to be happy about the promotion I have my promotion tab turned on in Gmail Mm -hmm. and I love it. And I, you know, I scroll through the promotions and I pick and choose what I want to open. And I don't think anything is spammy at all, but there's definitely certain brands that just do it better. And I'm excited to open their promotional email. That's a good point. Publicization. (laughs) Publicization. Such a word that I would never use day to day. So it's so bizarre. Okay. Who do we have next? I believe I'm going to be reading a response from Heidi, who is on our deliverability and compliance product specialist team. And she's amazing. I love her response. So let's get into it. Her title is, when you create valuable content, your subscribers will read it no matter which tab it ends up in, which I love. Straight up. I know. Like (laughs) knowledge. Yes. Okay. She says, Is the Promotions tab your enemy? It's not necessarily a bad thing if your emails end up in the Promo tab. I'm subscribed to a few top food bloggers, and their emails land in my Promo tab sometimes. It's hard to predict which category your messages will land in since Google uses its own algorithms to determine the placement of your emails. If your email finds itself in the Promo tab, that means that Google sees value in them, and you've avoided the spam folder black hole. In fact, Google's product manager, Jordan Grossman, said in the 2018 DDMA email summit presentation that users prefer these tabs to help them organize their emails. Of course, we can't ignore that more people read the primary tab than the promo tab. So if most of your emails get sent to the promo tab, here's a quick tip to ensure they get back to the primary tab in the future. On desktop, Ask your subscribers to drag and drop your promo emails into the primary tab and remind them to click yes on the pop-up notification that comes up at the bottom left of their screens. Mobile users need to tap and hold the email until the ellipses pops up on the upper right corner of their screen, then tap the menu and move the email to the primary folder. But what if you're launching a sale? These emails may get sent to the promo tab by default, and trying to game Gmail's filter is counterproductive. Instead, create emails that your subscribers love so that when they see your messages in the sea of promotional emails, they are sure to open them. Don't forget to collect subscribers' preferences when they first sign up for your email list. With ConvertKit, you can use tags and segments to send emails to a specific list or group of subscribers. Personalized emails will increase the value your subscribers receive from your messages. It also helps to add a short blurb to your regular emails, reminding these subscribers to regularly check their promo folder for exclusive launches or sales. When the promotion tab was launched in 2013, many predicted it would be the end of email marketing. It wasn't. In fact, more content creators and companies now use email marketing to drive conversions. These category tabs have helped content creators be better email marketers. When you create valuable content, your subscribers will read it no matter which tab it ends up in. Wow, that was so good. So good. So many um, little nuggets of info there. Yeah, like, I love it. For example, I didn't know how to move a message from promotions to primary on the mobile device. So Me either. Thank you, Heidi. <laughs> That's great.
0: There was another thing in there that I really liked. She mentioned tags and segments, which I thought was really interesting. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Um, I just thought it was like a really good point to talk about the user preferences because I think a lot of times that's actually kind of an underrated like feature that email marketers should use because especially for like cadence, I've noticed like if you're sending too many emails, people can change those preferences and they can only receive one a week. I actually signed up re- recently for a list that doesn't have that. And they're sending a lot of emails. And I'm probably going to opt out even though I like a lot of the content because I'm just getting too many emails. Yes. So I could keep someone on your list if you have those kinds of preferences, not just for email cadence, but just content in general. For
1: sure. I feel like collecting preferences helps your promotional emails be better, which is the goal. Really the goal isn't to get out of the promotions tab. It's just to do a better job within the promotions tab. So if you know, you know, like you said, how often do these people want to receive my emails? Or I have three different things I talk about, like which one is this person most interested in? So I don't keep sending them emails about something that doesn't apply to them. Things like that can really help you do a better job with your promotional emails and help you stand out in the promotions tab. Right. Do we have one more? We do um,
0: from Akash. Oh yes, here it is. All right. Here is Akash's response. Akash works with us on the CBT. Well, I should take that out, I guess.
1: (laughs) No, it's fine. Um, I think it's a fun fact. Is it? Okay. (laughs) It's not like top secret. No, I don't think. No. Internally at ConvertKit, we have like a squad, a team of people. Like no one knows what that is. Well, we're going to tell them. We have a team that works on compliance billing and deliverability. And we just like shorten it and call us the CBD team, which is so funny because we forget all the time that like, that's what we're called. So I'll be in a coffee shop in a meeting, like a CBD (laughs) meeting. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So the CBD team is going to blah, blah, (laughs) blah. And I know that everyone in the coffee shop thinks I'm like selling CBD. That's hilarious. But I forget all the time that.
0: I know it has no meaning anymore (laughs) to me. It's just like email deliverability. Anyways, Akash is great. If you write in to ConvertKit and ask for deliverability help, it's very possible Akash has helped you in the past or will help you in the future. So here is his response. The question should not be how to avoid the promotions tab, but rather how to create content that your subscribers would love to receive. Here I am smiling again, just trying to read these responses. (laughs) Okay. Ever since Gmail introduced the promotions tab back in 2013, creators all around the world are facing the same issue. How to land in the primary inbox and how to avoid the dreadful promotions tab. But is landing in the Promotions tab a real problem for your business? Are those emails lost forever and will no one read them? The answer might be even more surprising than you think. Gmail's main goal is to serve its clients, and these clients also happen to be your subscribers. The Promotions tab is just another way of Gmail trying to create a better user experience by sorting incoming emails. While we can't be 100% sure how Gmail's algorithm works, we can offer some guidelines to help. Can the subscribers simply turn this off? While you can turn off the tab anytime, it might not bring the change you're looking for. Imagine how many emails your subscribers get on a daily basis. If all the daily incoming messages start flooding their inbox under one single tab, your email might get lost among other important messages. So the question should be not how to avoid the promotions tab, but rather how to create content your subscribers would love to receive. Here are some tips to get you started. Number one, make sure your list is healthy and engaged. Number two, segment your subscribers and send personalized content, knowing your audience is key. Number three, try using catchy and captivating subject lines, but never misleading ones. Number four, avoid using link shorteners. Number five, make sure your emails have a good balance between images and text. If you still feel that you can do more to get into the primary tab, you can ask your subscribers to drag and drop your emails from the promotions to the primary tab. This will also teach Gmail's algorithm to place the emails into the primary tab. If you'd like to dig further, ConvertKit has great resources to offer, like our Deliverability 101 guide or our Deliverability Defined podcast. (laughs) So nice of him. Here we are. Here we are, where our deliverability experts, Alyssa and Melissa, are talking about all things email. What a nice thing to pep us up.
1: I know. He's wonderful, and his responses are always so good. I loved everything he had to say.
0: Heidi and Akash both just like, I love it because we didn't collaborate before any of us wrote our responses. Yeah, Yeah. It's funny because we're all very like passionate about it. And I think it really comes through like saying like create good content and you know, all those things. So it just, it like makes me smile because they're so similar, Mm -hmm. which is good because that just means we're, we're all on the same page and we all understand like how important it is and we're all passionate about it. So I just, I like that.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I think if you hear any expert or person come out and say, here's how you avoid the promotions tab, I wouldn't trust them. That's all I would say. No hard feelings to those people, but that's just not a thing. So instead of trying to sell you snake oil or whatever, is that what they call it? I think so, yeah. (laughs) We're going to tell you the truth and tell you that, you know, you might land in the promotions tab, but here's how to embrace it and here's how to still perform well and here's what it really means. So I think both Akash and Heidi did a great job of explaining those points. And I really liked Akash's list of some tips. Um, And, you know, obviously, none of those things are going to guarantee primary tab placement, like we've all said. But those are just really great best practices to follow no matter what, especially the link shorteners one. I was just
0: going to say that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So since we haven't had a podcast going for a little bit, we haven't had a chance to talk about this. But Gmail actually did have a change recently where If your content has a bit.ly link in it at all, they've been bouncing those messages. I don't know if they've stopped doing that, but there were a few weeks there where it was definitely happening. I saw it happening for customers who had bit.ly links in their email. And then I saw in some Slack groups I'm in of other deliverability people seeing the same thing on their end. So I love that he mentioned that because we are talking about Gmail this week, and there's a good chance that if you use Bitly or, you know, they might start including other link shorteners as well, that Gmail might straight up bounce your message.
0: Yeah. No, those were great points. Everyone did a really good job. Very well written. Just like I said, I feel like you could do a mic drop after every single one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Everyone had at least one line where I was like, dang. Yeah that's some truth. And again, we're not trying to be harsh because I know a lot of people come to these sorts of podcasts or blogs really wanting an answer. Like, how do I get out of this promo tab? And they really want you to like say, here are the steps, here it is. So we're not trying to be too harsh,
0: but also want to give you the reality that that's just not a thing. Yeah. You cannot control or guess algorithms like they're machine learning and they are constantly changing and Yeah, there's nothing that you can do because the second you learn something about it, that it's like anything, like maybe a word or something, maybe you figure that out like 10 seconds later, it could literally change.
1: Yep. And it's not, you know, necessarily the same thing with the spam folder. Thank goodness. That's why you and I have jobs. You know, if you are landing in the spam folder, we can give you steps to get out of the spam folder, you know, luckily. And this isn't the spam folder, it's still the inbox, it's just the way your message appears in the inbox. And in that case, The mailbox provider has all of the power. You know, Microsoft also has like a focused tab and an other tab. And then I think Yahoo either has started doing tabs or they're about to, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I saw something (laughs) about that. So all that to say, tabs are not going away. If anything, they're going to be more widespread. So it's best just to embrace it and not waste your time trying, you know, all these little tricks. I've heard of people like, I'm gonna send in small batches over, you know, eight hours instead of sending all at once to try and get in the primary tab. And it's like, it's just not worth it. It doesn't always work. And algorithms will just end up changing and that's not going to do what you meant for it to do.
0: Well, I think that was a really like good, clear distinction just to, as a reminder that the promotions tab is not worth focusing on to try to get out of. It doesn't mean you have an issue. It doesn't mean you have a problem. It means your emails are promotional or they look promotional Mm -hmm. with the spam folder, it means there could be an issue and there are ways to fix it. So I definitely have tried to also, when people reach out, I definitely try to differentiate the two because you don't want to feel like if you, you don't want to just like blow off, if your emails are going to spam, like that could be something that it could be an easy fix. It could be a little bit more of a difficult fix, but definitely again, differentiating between the two is important.
1: Yep, for sure. Okay. Well, that was fun. I hope you've learned a little bit. And if you were really wanting to get out of the promotions tab, I hope we've changed your mind a little bit to know that it's not worth it and it's best to focus on your content, your list health, and things like that.
0: Yep. It doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. So you can feel good about that. (laughs) That's such a good point.
1: I love ending on a positive note. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will be back next month with another ask our experts. Um, we don't know the topic yet. If you have something you're just dying for us to talk about, feel free to let us know at convertkit.com slash deliverability. There's a form there for you to fill out. And we always love hearing from you.
0: All right. Well, this was fun and we'll see you next month. Yep. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Deliverability Defined.
1: Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. And if you have time, please leave us
0: a review. You can find a resource guide for today's show at convertkit.com slash deliverability, where we outline all of the information you need to know from today's episode.
1: If you have a question or topic you want us to cover, let us know within the ConvertKit community or at convertkit.com slash deliverability. We'll see you next week.